Lex and Stacy, threesome podcast number 113. A fresh start, Lex. Yes, a very fresh start. <laughs> In many ways, Stacy. Yes. We'll just come clean. We did uh, two podcasts in a row. We hated. We were like tired, chippy. Both of us were in the wrong place at the wrong time. And, and we took it out on each oh, other. Oh, God, did we? <laughs> They were not happy podcasts. <laughs> no. Although I am going to save it because the HR dis fest was awesome. <laughs> but but I'm going to save that audio to do within a good podcast as opposed to making people suffer to what got it to that point. Right. <laughs> yeah. So beautiful, beautiful thing about a podcast compared to a radio show is you can have backsies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's not just out there. But, delete, delete. <laughs> but sometimes that's why radio is so awesome is because you can't have it back. You know, Those uncomfortable moments are there forever. Much you know, like my Anthony Edwards interview yesterday. You had kind of mentioned this. Now, yeah. what... What did you do to the poor man? This is Goose, right? Well, we, yeah, we, yeah we, were, we were all interviewing him, but I, I decided, you know, I was just going to, you know, his movie was kind of something you could talk about in a couple of minutes, and then we had, we had him for five to six more, so I figured the biggest thing he's ever done is Top Gun, so we'd talk about something there and it went in that direction and i asked he was about, in revenge of the nerds too yes he was don't deny that but i asked him about you know what was it like to do a scene with meg ryan before she jacked herself up with all the plastic surgery and everything her face ruined her face yes. yeah and uh he goes oh you know he was just sounded kind of uncomfortable and people are like lex what the hell i don't know <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, come on! Everybody knows, you know, her, she jacked her own face up. The classic. So wait, just one of those moments where everyone's kind of giving you the the subtle. Maybe you should drop it, Lex, but you are boldly going forward with exactly. this. Exactly. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Which led to the next line. <laughs> it's like, what did she do to herself? It's like taking a Maserati to a chop shop. <sighs> And he goes, oh, no, 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 no. Well, <laughs> well, Ian looked it up, and I didn't know they had a romantic relationship where he, like, asked her to marry her, and she said no. And, you know, it, it, I mean, it's 30 years ago, but still. So, know. unrequited love, and you were scratching I, that scab I, right off I that just, wound. Just blew it all over it, man. Just... <laughs> disrespectfully and uh but it's radio you can't have it back nope <laughs> it's gone it's out there and you know then, then then i got shit on for the next hour <laughs> i'm sorry you got shit yeah. on but that is kind of funny yeah it was a very Butch and Sundance moment for me. You know, it's everybody firing at me, and I was by myself on the cliff. 
But anyway, um, that was yesterday. Today's today. And uh, we did two shitty podcasts and we didn't like it. So we're moving on with these. Like yeah, they so we're ne- still speaking to each other. Yeah, like they never had, well, yeah, we we know each other now. We 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 knew what that was as soon as we turned the mics off. I, I think you even said it. I think you just went, Well, it's obvious we both need some sleep. Or something like that. And I, and I went, Yeah, we're definitely getting rid of one of those and maybe both. Yeah, no, the second one we did. Yeah. That was just mean. Uh, yeah, and, and I am keeping a piece of that to play within one of these at some point because it was uh, it was nasty. <laughs> and and neither one of us have any regrets about it, other than no. the other than that the content surrounding it was not. Good. You deserve better. Let's let's just yes. put it that way. Yes. All right. So so here we are giving you better. We have lots we want to talk about because, uh, like we said, we spoke yesterday, and both of us, uh, since we haven't spoken in a while, have a lot of things we want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, most notably and obvious are uh, the Chicago Cubs, which which, uh, which you were very thrilled about. Um, yes. You know, I I. I would have been okay with either one of those teams winning it, to be honest with you, because it's not like Cleveland's been, you know, all over the winter circle. It's been 1948 since they've won it. They have LeBron, so fuck them. Yeah, they they got a little taste this year, so I was kind of looking at it like that too. But I got to tell you, man, the the whole the whole thing with the Cubs. Um, there, there's so many different weird stories. You know, like the guy listened to ga- Game 7 at uh, his, dad's, at his grave. dad's grave. Yeah, That's like the sweetest thing. I admit, I read that story and I just, I cried. I was being total female, you know, tears down my face. But that's like really sweet. And that's what baseball is. And you don't hear people doing that with other sports. Yeah. It's the uh, Super Bowl. I'm going to go sit at my dad's grave. That doesn't happen, but that happens with baseball. It is an emotional sport like that. Yeah, it really is. And, uh, and that's kind of the cool uh, thing about it. Uh, it's really the only thing I like about it is how nostalgic it is. Uh, because sitting through a baseball game for me can be just, you know, uh, stick needles in my eyes. It's See, so now we, slow. As you know, we don't have TV, so I didn't actually see any of the games, but we've got the MLB at bat, so right. we've listened, you know, streaming on the internet to all the Tiger games and everything this summer, and now, of course, the, the World Series and stuff, and it's fun. I enjoy listening to baseball like that, like on the radio, you know, it's it's the, the announcers are great. I actually had never paid attention to the Chicago announcers before. They're great. They they those guys were fun. Um, I I really enjoyed listening to the score in Chicago. Um, and again, I've tried listening to hockey on radio. It just doesn't work. Football, the same thing. But radio, you can turn on the radio. You know, or baseball, you can turn on the radio. Or no, the internet I, in our case, and I, it's all good. I totally get the comfort of listening to a Vince Scully or whoever your 
announcer is for your team that you've lived with, you know, its entire existence. Ernie Harwell. Yeah. He's gone now. He's gone, but yeah, he he was, you know, a legend. The voice of the Tigers. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he was as much of the Tigers as anyone else, you know. And Rizzuto with the Yankees and just you know, guys like that are, you know, Milo Hamiltons, those type of people are just hard to come by. Right. But... You know the the guy listening by the grave. The you know people that were like in nursing homes. You know, oh, it, you yes. Know, listen, <laughs> you know, listening with their you know with their their grandfathers and great grandfathers. You know, like having little you know in the break room, having little like picnic type dinners. You know, and and sitting there with their great grandmother while she finally realizes the dream. You know what I loved? It was one of the earlier games they, and maybe it was even the game where they found, you know, they won, where they clinched it and they were going to the World Series. But there was that little old lady the camera kept going on to, because my mom, I saw like clips of it later and stuff. And um, there was that little old lady the camera kept going to and some young guy next to her, who I got the impression was not someone she knew, just the guy sitting next yeah. to her kind of thing. He like bent down and gave her a big hug. And it's like, you know, this, this young guy is actually kind of hot and stuff and uh-huh. it was like good for you that is the sweetest thing i think it actually brought some humanity back to people it was awesome at a time where it's desperately needed yes oh yes you know it's... i saw the the brick wall around wrigley i don't know if you've seen this um is turned into a makeshift memorial where people are coming with chalk and it's actually really pretty because it's you know all the chalky pastel yeah. colors and stuff but people are writing the names of their dead cubs fans who did not get to see this and so all yeah, around wrigley <laughs> all around wrigley it's it's just these pastel you know names of of the past people that didn't get to see this but hopefully you know if you believe in such things did in heaven it's a beautiful thing it's mm-hmm. uh it, it 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 does bring people together it does give you know I, did you see the video of eddie vetter and bill murray hanging out singing the the weight by the band no yeah it was awesome it really was it, it was you know that it, you could tell um I posted it like five in the morning, right, right when I came into work, and it had to be literally ninety minutes old. You know, uh-huh. it, it 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 just got posted, so I shared it, and it was you know Bill Murray and uh, Vetter and just a bunch of random people in what looked like somebody's house, you know, because the piano was. <laughs> The piano was the, like this old stand-up piano against the wall, and there was like all this wood paneling, and you know, so it looked like it was you know a hang at some person's house, and there was like maybe thirty, forty people there, and it, it just looked, it was cool, right. You know. I was I, I I actually tweeted this and I was being semi funny but not really. I actually kind of woke up the next morning with some trepidation that like Bill Murray would have died overnight in his sleep or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean it was like first I I just wonder how many people actually let go after that, especially the really old folks that, you know, got to hear the game and it's like, Okay, I can expire now. Because <laughs> yeah. that happens. I know. <laughs> I know it's uh, it, it it's just uh, something like that. 108 years has so much schmeg attached to it. 
uh, of broken See, of broken dreams, and you know the, the you know of course there's the Steve Bartman thing, you right. know which <laughs> yeah you and I both have different takes on that. You know you you uh, you seem to have a romanticized type take on that with that guy. You know, like, like, I just feel bad for him. Who wouldn't have grabbed that? I'm sorry. That's exactly you know, right. It's 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 it was a mistake. And he, he wasn't doing it to fuck people over. He, he wasn't thinking. I don't even was think, his sin. I don't even think it's a mistake. I, I I you go to the ballpark and a ball goes out of play, you know, it, and, and which it kind of was. It was right on right. the bar. Uh, you know, it's not like he was sticking his hand way out there. You know, it, it was just in the perfect spot where, you know, a lose mitt was. And anybody would have just reactionary-wise gone for that. You're at game five of the World Series or, uh, right. or, the, or the division playoffs, you know? And and you you're on TV. You're a, I mean you're the center of attention. It, it's right. <laughs> was it worth having his life ruined for? I know there are some Cubs fans who would say yes, and he deserves more, and he should burn in hell for it. But you know but, what? I would have taken ownership of it. I'm sorry. I, I would have. You know, if it would have been. Lex Staley instead of Steve Bartman, I would have been like, yeah, like none of you people would have grabbed for that foul ball, you hypocritical pieces of shit. <laughs> and, see, you also know how to work the media. You are yeah. the media. You get it. Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, so, you know, you all are just perfectly reactionary, you know, decision-making machines. You wouldn't have done that. Screw you. Right. And if Halu was any good, he would have gotten up higher than me and gotten it. <laughs> so I would, there. I would have turned it on everybody. And you should have pulled prior the inning before he was serving up fucking meatballs. <laughs> You're lucky that wasn't fair to begin with. <laughs> but it's my fault. My stupid <laughs> ass sitting there with my fucking stupid logoless hat and my headphones. <laughs> Because I'm the dumb fuck that has tickets to Game 5 of the World Series, and I'm going to listen to it on the radio. <laughs> I, I just think it's so fucking stupid when people do that. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just I, I don't get it. Now, my dad, now keep in mind, this was a long time ago, like the 70s and 80s and stuff. He actually would watch the game on TV, the Tigers, but turn the sound down and then turn on Ernie Harwell. No, so he was getting the... No, the, people you know, still, to this year, did that with Vin Scully. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's completely normal. It's like your guy. Right. And, you know, that, your broadcaster, if he's been there for a numerous amount of years, you know, like through your upbringing and stuff like that, you might as well, he might as well be the 10th Dodger. You know, it, it's just <laughs> exactly. the way... Yeah, I mean, that's just the way it is. That that guy's part of your team, you, and you... You want him speaking to you. See, now, for the Tigers now, and you know what's funny? Because I've been, for like a couple of years now, been listening to them. I couldn't tell you who the main guy is, like what his name is. But Jim Price is, is the, the other guy. And he's a former Tiger catcher. And he is very folksy and very... Um, 
oh, just a dork, but in a delightful way, like an old man kind of dorky way. Yeah. You know, he, he's just adorable. And there's actually the Jim Price drinking game because he has all of these sayings <laughs> that are just like spectacularly yeah. dorky. And it's like, oh, he said that, you know, he, he mentioned Fago. We need to take a drink now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, uh, you know, Euchre with the Brewers, you know, right. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, you can't make these people up. They are they are just immersed in the you know grotesque juice of your local baseball team, <laughs> right? <laughs> Speaking of which, did you? Uh, oh God! Yeah, <laughs> I've been laughing for yeah, days about this. The Jacksonville <laughs> Suns. Um, God rest their soul, because it's gone now. <laughs> Are now the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Oh, my God. Uh, The craze of naming these teams uh, continues. Uh, Minor league teams are being called shit like this now all over the place. But they are the Jumbo Shrimp. And the logo literally looks like a giant shrimp is fucking Florida in the ass. And he's he's very determined. He, he, he's a very like kind he, of yeah, angry, he, intent he, yeah, shrimp. Yeah, like, like oh god, Florida, I'm fucking you so. Yes, right yeah, now. Fucking right in Tampa, you fucking. Yeah. Tampa. <laughs> well, that's where that's where it looks like his little shrimp dick is. Yes. Yeah, right in right in Tampa, St. Pete's. <laughs> right at bunghole. the end of I seventy five. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere between Crystal River and Bradenton. Yeah. But it's uh, it's it, it, it's a shame because if people knew the background of the Bragans, you know, and who owned the team up to a couple of years ago, you know, I mean, uh, Pedro Bragan Senior. Uh, was very instrumental uh, and as part of bringing Jackie Robinson in to the Brooklyn Dodgers. Um, he was really? like, yeah, he, well, I mean, he was like a guy on the team who was just, you know, very urging for acceptance from people and, and like it's, you know, not a big deal, you know, and this guy's a great player and we, we're glad we have him and, and you know, stuff like that uh, at a time where it wasn't really popular to say such things. Right. So he was courageous. He was a courageous. In his own way. He was. And, and his son, uh, you know, worked with us in the radio station for years, you know, on promotions and stuff like that. And uh, just, uh, you know, it's just sad to see all that go. But, but you know, Pedro was ready to move along he really was he he was you know he was getting up there and uh you know he, he made enough money off the sale i'm sure to enjoy the rest of his life you know he lives out on the river likes to fish you know so so things are good for him but very very sad to see the suns go but he probably had to have a very sick feeling in his stomach when it came to what the name of the team was going to be yeah. I I laughed. <laughs> I mean, that's all you can do. You know, why can't you? It just makes me mad you can't stick to anything legacy anymore. I understand parts of the reasons. For instance, like the old Detroit Tiger Stadium, you know, gone. Um, now the Joe Louis Arena is going to be gone. Which, have you heard what they... <clears throat> 
I don't know if this is official, but like the fans have been calling the new place the the Dojo, but D O U G H. <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to stick, if that's what it's going to be called. Um, but I'm sure something will stick at some point. It, it has to. You can't all just go away. Yeah, you know, millennials have to put their stamp on something and give it some sort of nickname that lasts into their adulthood. Right. But that doesn't mean they have to get rid of all the old shit either. <laughs> you know? No, and, and it's not them getting rid of the old shit. It's us. You know, we're the we're the people that are at the age of owning shit and stuff like that and changing it. Right. It's Forty and fifty year olds. Fuckers. But why don't you just go fuck a much younger woman like everyone else does and stop fucking with baseball teams? <laughs> yes. Yeah, why do why do the jumbo shrimp have to be your midlife crisis? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's just a. I, I know there's not a lot of not everybody out there is from Jacksonville and stuff like that, but you probably have your own version of a minor league team, a double A, triple A somewhere. That well, that, my that, favorite, and I still have the jersey, was the Macon Whoopie hockey team. I don't think they're around anymore, they're, though. But they're not. But that was that, that was an amazing name for that team. <laughs> it's got a bumblebee on it. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. For pollinating. <laughs> yeah, it, it was that. I forgot about the Megan Whoopie. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's just an endearing thing. Yeah. And, and and who knows? Maybe this will be for future generations. Maybe it'll catch on. Maybe people will like it. Who knows? Well, because you pointed out the Mud Hens, the Toledo Mud yeah. Hens. Everybody knows that team, even yeah. though I've never seen a game or anything. You know, it's just MASH was huge because Klinger was from Toledo. Yeah. So he mentioned the Mud Hens a lot, you know. That yeah, was and, just one of those things. Yeah, and they I think they were an independent team. I don't even think they were with a franchise. Uh, for the longest time, and you know, so they they would like sign people that were like banned from the game, you know, and stuff like. <laughs> so Pete know. Rose played for them. It was it was, I I, I think it was people like that, you know, gotcha. the, not Pete Rose, but you know, guy guys that. I'm trying to think of a name. So they were like the Australia of Major League Baseball. Kind of, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, but it's uh, it's cool. Minor league baseball is cool, and uh, yeah, you know, may, maybe I'm I'm keeping an open mind about this. I, I may even order a hat. I, I I almost have to have one. <laughs> yeah, shrimp fucking Florida got, asshole. Yeah, yeah, You've got I to. I have to have that hat. <laughs> God, I wish they had a beanie. <laughs> That'd be so fucking cool to have a jumbo shrimp beanie. <laughs> of course it would. Yeah, it would. So uh, so there you go. Well, we'll put that to bed. <laughs> <laughs> right in Tampa. So, uh, I watched the movie I told you about yesterday. Tickle. Or Tickled. Tickled is what it's called. Okay. And it's, uh, it's definitely one of the most twisted things I've seen because in the end... It turns out to be nothing about that, but a course of revenge. 
so the politics and and hate behind no something as I mean, joyous as I mean, tickling in the end it was first off this reporter finds this video of like hot dudes tickling each other and they're in like uniforms they're not naked or anything like that they're like in these like athletic looking uniforms singlets like a wrestling kind of thing um kind of like a gymnastics thing maybe um like a leotard a unitard i guess yeah but but a little more a little more masculine than that okay uh but there's one guy who's like tied down to this mat and there's like three or four dudes that aren't touching his dong or anything like that, but they're like tickling under his armpits and you know his feet and you know they're they're like all over him and he's tied down and you know he's like laughing and apparently you know uh, this is garnering views out the wazoo. Tickling is um, a fetish. It can be. Well, now, what you're describing sounds probably more like something competitive that probably translates well to a certain portion of people who who get off on watching well, tickling. Well, I mean, uh, you know, Lisa and I even had a discussion about it. You and I had a mild one about it yesterday before I saw the movie. And, you know, you, you said what you just said about it's a thing. You know, you, it is. But, but this uh, was really nothing about that at all. The, this uh, there there was like a figurehead type ownership group, uh, a, a female, and this reporter reaches out to her because he finds the video fascinating and gets this mean ass letter back, you know about you know his sexuality and his uh, y- you know. You know, why should I, uh, you know, give an interview to, you know, like a fag like you and stuff like that? I mean, really mean ass response for a guy. just Not what you'd expect from like a Steinbrenner or something. No, this this, no, this was going to be like just some sort of, you know, piece for his blog. You know, right. uh, It could have been just a friendly little interview and piece that went on and and that would have been it. You know, but he gets this response, which makes him really curious. So he starts really wanting to talk to this person. And first off, these three people show up and they're kind of uh, harassing and threatening in in a nice way about, you know, you really shouldn't pursue this. You know, you're going to end up spending a lot of your own money and you're going to get a fourth of the way through the story. And you're not going to have enough money to finish it and stuff like that. You know, that type of stuff. And weird, you know, which is making him even more go, why are you being so protective over this? You know, (laughs) right. Yeah. Well, it turns out um, it's not a female um, that's doing all this. It's this fucking loser dude in Garden City, New York or New Jersey, who's got a rich papa who left him a trust fund. And he was bullied as a kid and was an introvert, and he was using this whole thing. Like, he would get these guys. It wasn't about the views or anything at all. It was about getting over on hot dudes that, like, bullied him. So when it, so when these guys would want to, like, leave the tickling thing because they were getting paid stupid money, 
um, when they they be like, you know, listen, that's it, um, done. You know, he he would just come out with a sledgehammer and start posting all their videos and sending it to their families and their old schools and their jobs and you know just wow. real aggressive type shit like that. And in the end, you know, it, it, the guy ends up finally getting somebody on the phone that knew him, his stepmother. His dad was dead. She uh, did not have kind things to say about him, but she said everything you needed to hear to give you the reason why this was all taking place. It wasn't about money gotcha. at all. It wasn't about right. money in the least. Or even the sex part. Yeah. It was just strictly, strictly revenge. Yeah, humiliating I'm, those who humiliated exactly. him. Exactly. You know, you just didn't gotcha. see it going there in the beginning. So it was a fascinating documentary to watch. See, it's too bad that they had to use tickling, I guess, to get to that. This this person that was bullied and stuff. Um, and they and they kept calling because, it a you sport. Know, it's you it's, know, it's he, fetishes. You know, he kept he did, he he wanted to make sure that any gay references were were not associated with it. You know, he was he was almost like homophobic, but but he knew he could use this to get at these guys at the same time. So he he always tried to keep that gay aspect of it separate. It was bizarre. I mean, the whole thing was just <laughs> you know. But in the end, it was about a guy that just got bullied. And turned into one himself. Like, right. yeah, now now you, you know what it's going to feel like. And that's how he got his rocks off. That's so weird. You yeah. know, I guess revenge and <laughs> can take people to many different places. I don't know. Yeah, and at one, at one but point... But tickling as a fetish is, like, really kind of nice. It's like, um, you should look it up. It's called Tickle Torture. You know, torturing someone with tickles. Yeah, I can't stand um, which it. Which, as, as BDSM kind of stuff goes, which I'm not saying that it is BDSM, but it, it's nice. So you will get, like, a certain pop percentage of the, the tickle population who doesn't look at it as, like, being mean. It's torture... But no, it's, it's not a, I get it. It's supposed to be. So you can do it to someone and not feel bad because they're laughing. And if they're laughing, how can it be bad? Yeah, I get That's it. It's supposed to be, you know, tickling. playful and, and probably, you know, there were some videos that they showed between, you know, a chick doing it to a guy and vice versa, you know. And, and of course, it became very playful and led to other things. I get that. I mean, but, right. but you know, getting uh, in your you know, dodgeball uniforms and, you know, having <laughs> having cameras strapped to your head and four dudes all over you. It's just not the same, you know, fairy tale that you just described. Right. So, yeah, it was just, if you just want to watch a fucked up, dark, dark documentary, it's on iTunes right now. Have at it. You you will be tickled. You will be curious. You you will be entertained. You will you will shake your head like, wow, I can't believe the shit that goes on out there, and, and the lengths this guy went to. That so, is too bad. Yeah, he took something that is important to some people and then kind of made it a bad thing. Yeah. Although, I think when you watch this, 
I, I don't. I think the sport of tickling that you're so protecting doesn't get tainted. It, it, in the end, okay. this guy got painted for what he is. Yeah, that that was just the yeah. vehicle he used. Um, but apparently, views are as big as ever. So good. You go. So you can stay happy. Tickle torture. Google it, folks. <laughs> Hours of fun. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, you know, we've learned something about Stacy today. No, I am just familiar with the, the fetish. That's all. We what have we all learned today? Stacy is not a bore in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> she may fetish. be on podcast, but <laughs> in the bedroom, no, I'm just my kidding. pussy doesn't translate too well to text. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> So, so is that the uh, end of the podcast alarm I heard? That was. It's a new phone, oh, yeah, so a new I, alarm. I, I thought so. I was like, yes. I was like thrown off there a little bit. All right. Well, cool. Um, yeah, it's very professional, right, folks? But that's the way Woo-hoo. we do things. And uh, <laughs> that wraps up podcast number one thirteen, baby. Woo-hoo. And we we weren't hateful this time. No, huh? we uh, we're still liking each other, but you know we got more of these to do. You know, hopefully for years yeah. to come. So. Give it time. There you go. And uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, you know, Stacey, I told you this. The LT2 channel is now uh, on our app. Uh, you can go straight to the show and uh, and get it. You know, so if you want to cool. hear us right away, you just uh, when you got the Lex and Terry app on your phone, you can go right to uh, any of uh, the shows that have been on the LT2 channel, and you will be good what to go. What shows are they? Those shows are uh, Terry James Alive. Uh, the James okay. Gang, which is him with his nephew and his older brother, um, Jackson. Uh, Jackson, you know, who uh, <laughs> put out a fire on my car once. Um, Did he do that by peeing on it? No, he just went out through like a blanket oh. or something or a coat, I and mean, he was a total fucking dude. You know, <laughs> just That's nice of him. Yeah, you know. Although you know, it was it was Sandy. You know, how often do you say, "Oh, your car's on fire"? <laughs> Well, that, uh, Jennifer, the promotions assistant or promotions director, she like came in annoyed while we're on the air. Like, did you know, like your car's on fire? <laughs> you know, like, 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 we, like I was wrecking her day, you know? <laughs> Way to go, Lex. Yeah. Dumbass. So, yeah, I was, but he, he, he went out there and manned up, you know, Vietnam vet type dude. <laughs> Just <laughs> Did he drop and roll and duck between yeah. cars? I don't know what he did, but it, it, it's all of a sudden I looked and the fire was out and it was like an oil fire. I don't know how he did it, but it was uh, it was most impressive. Um, so yeah, there's James Gang and then there's uh, the Ian Gleason show. There is uh, Under the Shade Tree with D and KB. That would be uh, Christina's initials, our uh, new chick on the oh, show. Oh, she's doing it with him. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and it's very good. Good. Um, and uh, we have Gunner and Chow, who does Afternoons uh, on our Fargo affiliate. Uh, it's a great show. Very cool dudes. Their show's called Catch- Catching a Buzz. So that's on there. And uh, every once in a while, there's a uh, taint sighting with a uh, surfing podcast. So all kinds of different things nice. on there. And uh, you should check it out yourself sometime, Stace. You know, download our app on the phone and, you know, you'll... Well, I've got a new phone. I think I can now. Yeah. So uh, that's... Because uh, my old phone was full. 
that's up to date. That's good to go. And we will see you for number 114. Have a great day. Bye. Mwah. Bye.